Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. In-depth, China's relocated chemical plants bring pollution problems with them. Written by Yang Yuqi, Qin Dianhang, and Wang Xintong. Published on Caixing Global. Narrated by Elise Ribbons. In early July, two payphones in northwestern Beijing started ringing. Over and over, the long dormant phones buzzed, inviting curious passers-by in the capital's Haidian district to pick up. Those who did so found themselves connected to aggrieved residents of Hulodao, a city more than 400 kilometers, or 186 miles, away in northeast China's Rust Belt province of Liaoning. The residents called to complain about the toxic air that they said has left many in the city suffering from nosebleeds, sore throats, and irritated sinuses. An environmental activist, who goes by the name Nut Brother and has a knack for drumming up publicity, arranged the hotline to Beijing to try to give Huludao's residents an audience that might listen to their complaints, according to a social media post he published about the project on July 13. Pollution victims from all over Huludao, Liaoning province, are on the other end of the phone, he wrote. After years of unsuccessful attempts to get help from the local government, they now turn to the public phone booths of Beijing. Huludao is one of many cities in less developed parts of China where residents have reported severe levels of pollution over the last few years, around the same time the central government started pushing for the relocation of chemical plants away from the Yangtze River. In recent years, many chemical industrial parks have closed or moved away from areas along the river following Beijing's order to protect the river's ecology and environment. The shift of the chemical industry to the central, western, and northeastern parts of China picked up speed after a devastating chemical explosion in the eastern province of Jiangsu killed at least 78 people in 2019. For the last few years in cities like Huludao, some residents have said they have been plagued by pungent, toxic fumes from plants that have been relocated from China's more prosperous coastal regions. Meanwhile, violations in the handling of hazardous materials at plants elsewhere have put workers' lives at risk. Authorities have been trying to fix these problems, but regulators often have too few enforcement officers and too many companies to keep an eye on. The health and safety issues emerging from the relocations highlight the problems that can emerge when trying to balance economic development with the often competing goals of environmental protection and public safety, said Cheng Changjin, chief engineer of the China Chemical Safety Association. Air Pollution Wu Jian, a pseudonym, and his family moved to Huludao nearly two years ago, not long after the local government began inviting chemical companies to set up shop in the area. One day in April, Wu's wife suddenly found herself unable to speak. He said, her voice got really hoarse for half a month, and when she later went to hospital for a checkup, she was diagnosed with chronic pharyngitis, he told Cai Xin. Soon after, Wu came down with a sore throat of his own. Since May... Chinese social media has been full of posts by others saying they had developed a dry cough, headaches, sore throats, and other symptoms due to pollution from chemical plants in the city's Beigang Industrial Park. 
Some, like Huludao resident Yen Shao, blamed their ailments on the chemical plants. Yen has worked at the industrial park for eight years, but it wasn't until the second half of 2019 that he began smelling awful odors in the air, including an indescribable sweet smell that sometimes made him nauseous and gave him headaches, he told Sanlian, Lifeweek magazine. Yen said it was during these years that the local government ramped up efforts to attract investment and invited a large number of drug, chemical, and hazardous waste disposal companies into the park. Established in 2006, Beigang Industrial Park is a superb site for the construction of chemical projects in the coastal areas of northern China, according to the park's management committee. According to the city government, the park, officially known as Huludao Economic Development Zone, has shifted its focus in recent years to developing an agricultural-based fine chemical industry in a bid to boost economic growth in the province. It has become home to a number of such facilities from all over the country, especially those once based in the eastern coastal provinces of Jiangsu, Zhejiang, Shandong, as well as Shanghai. Some of the projects that Huludao's government pursued had been criticized in the past for the pollution they caused, one local resident told Caixin. At a press conference in July, Huludao officials responded to online complaints about the foul-smelling air, saying they were inspecting any local plant that could be the source of the odors, according to a newspaper run by the Ministry of Ecology and Environment. The officials promised to close any plant with environmental problems for rectification. As of August 5th, the local government has shut down seven local companies, a staff member with the city's Environmental Protection Bureau told Caixin. Growing Safety Risks In Huludao's case, the relocation of chemical plants has exposed locals to higher levels of air pollution. However, for many other places with such relocations, also puts workers' lives at risk. Take the fine chemical industry as an example. Although fine chemical products, including pesticides, dyes, and pharmaceutical reagents, are widely used, their production involves many different kinds of hazardous chemicals, which can easily lead to toxic and hazardous gas leaks and explosions if they are not handled properly. In June, an explosion ripped through a Gansu Binnong Technology Company Limited plant in Lanzhou, northwest China's Gansu province, killing six people and injuring eight, state broadcaster CCTV reported, citing local authorities. The pesticide manufacturer was relocated from Shandong province to Lanzhou in 2020. Caixin has learned from multiple sources that during a teleconference on production safety held in July by the state council, China's cabinet, Attendees watched a film that focused on the explosion and the safety risks stemming specifically from the relocation of chemical plants. The film revealed the explosion was caused in part by the unregulated use of a machine for drying a liquid containing phosphide, an explosive chemical compound. The incident occurred during a trial production run at the plant. An official from the Ministry of Emergency Management, MEM, and chemical industry insiders told Caixin that workers are often unfamiliar with the machinery and chemical compounds used in production during test runs, making them the phase of operation when the chance of an accident is higher than usual. Following the deadly blast in Xiangshui in 2019, authorities began relocating chemical companies away from eastern coastal provinces at a faster clip. Over the next two years, 83 projects from those provinces found a new home in Lanzhou's economic zone. Of those up and running, 80% involved hazardous chemical processes that are strictly regulated by the government, according to the film. Lanzhou is far from alone. Since 2019, 632 hazardous chemical projects have been relocated to China's central, western, and northeastern regions, 
with more than 470 expected to start running this year, MEM official Sun Guangyu said at a press conference in February. Supervisory Sticking Points That month, the MEM launched a year-long campaign to get a handle on safety risks stemming from the chemical industry's relocation. The campaign is targeting hazardous chemical enterprises in 21 provincial-level regions in central, western, and northeastern China. The first round of safety inspections this year covered nearly 7,000 chemical enterprises, according to ministry data. Local emergency and fire authorities identified and addressed more than 150,000 problems and hazards. While the ramped-up supervision has yielded positive results, regulators are coming under pressure due to the huge gap between the number of enforcement officers available and the number needed. At February's press conference, Swin pointed out that because these regions are less developed than their East Coast peers, they don't have the same capacity to handle safety incidents, and their regulatory personnel aren't as professional. For example, the Huludao Economic Development Zone is home to nearly 100 industrial and chemical companies, according to the Zone's Management Committee. But as of April, the Zone's Emergency Management Bureau had only five qualified law enforcement officers. The committee said there is a real tension between limited law enforcement personnel and the large number of regulatory tasks, noting the Bureau is working to improve the situation by, for example, commissioning professional third-party agencies to carry out inspections. A source who declined to be named told Caixin that regulators from emergency management departments across the country have been in a state of high fatigue because a large number of relocated plants began production this year. Meanwhile, there is a mismatch between the responsibilities assumed by regulators and companies, a regulatory official told Caixin, explaining that in the event of a safety incident, the company in question, which is supposed to play a key role in ensuring safe production, is punished far more lightly than the regulator overseeing the company, which puts enormous pressure on regulators. Sun also said that many of the relocated chemical plants have gotten into high-risk processes, some of which are inherently unsafe. He warned that 2022 could be an incident-prone year if better risk controls are not put into place. Last year, 122 chemical incidents took place in the country, killing 150 people, government data showed.